Do you want to learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and grow your business from successful entrepreneurs, startups, and CEOs without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresham Harkness values your time and is ready to share with you precisely the information you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO Podcast, and I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Michael Castiglione of Sandler Training Center. Michael, it's awesome to have you on the show. Gresh, thanks for having me. I'm excited for this afternoon. No problem. Super excited to have you on. And before we jumped in, I wanted to read a little bit more about Michael so you can hear about all the awesome things that he's doing. And Mike owns a Sandler Training Center in Los Angeles where he coaches and trains sales professionals, business owners, and professions through the attitudes, behaviors, and techniques that drive sales. Prior to owning a Sandler Training Center, he was a professor and director at Loyola Marymount University where he focused on leadership development. Mike is a passionate leader that is dedicated to collaborating with professionals to build a systemic a systemic and sustainable culture for business growth. Mike, are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? Yeah, let's get it started. Let's do it. So to kick everything off, I wanted to kind of rewind the clock a little bit, hear a little bit more on how and what led you get started, your CEO story, as I like to call it. Well, I had a, as you mentioned, as a professor at LMU, I wasn't a traditional professor. I had a nonprofit. So I was running that CEO, CEO leadership skills, had to do all the biz dev, all the marketing, all the things came down to me. Uh, loved the nonprofit world, loved everything I was doing. It just got that entrepreneurial buck. Wanted to, you know, higher ed isn't exactly corporate, but it is. And wanted to go start my own thing. And the rest is history. I've been with Sandler for a few years now, running my own business. And it's, uh, as all the CEOs will know, there's ups and downs. There's the first year don't wish upon anyone in your life. It's so hard. <laughs> Once you get that second, third, you get the momentum, you get the, you know, you're doing the behaviors. Yeah, absolutely. And I think so many times there's not as much information or enough awareness about that first year, as you like to say, but I think, yes, <laughs> understanding that process and, and, and respecting the process and going through those steps is so huge. Well, Gresh, so many people hear the sexy stories of the self-made millionaire, the quick overnight transition. What they don't see is the 70, 80 hour work week that led to it. They don't see all the no's that that CEO or entrepreneur had encountered and, you know, didn't put their tail between their legs and, and go out. That they just got up and, and reflected and analyzed, what can I do better? Who can I meet? That is a no for now that's not meant to be. Who is? And, you know, especially young entrepreneurs coming into it, they think it's going to be easy. And if it was easy, everyone would do it. Right? <laughs> everyone would do it. But it's not easy. It's hard. So, and that's what we do with Sandler is really help not just CEOs and entrepreneurs, but all business professionals really focus and create structure to create order amongst the chaos. Mm, that's extremely powerful and uh, there's even a saying that I, I say sometimes where the systems will set you free and sometimes when you're an entrepreneur you think okay you're just doing anything anytime you want to but in reality you have to be and have those systems if you want to be successful and of course you know stay in business so that's why I love everything you're doing with Sandler so could you take us through a little bit more on how you're you know supporting these CEOs these entrepreneurs these business owners uh, to be successful sure. so as, as you mentioned earlier we focus on three things the behaviors the attitudes and the techniques Behaviors are, are your, you know, the things you do every single day. 
a lot of people they'll, they'll get their first couple clients and they'll forget about prospecting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's very typical in those first year, two years where they get all excited and they get the energy and they start implementing and then that project comes and goes and they're like, oh, now I got to prospect again. So create so you don't have that ebbs and flows that are as deep. Life happens. Ebbs and flows will be present throughout all businesses. But can you track every single day? What are you doing to prospect? So behaviors, keeping that at the forefront. Attitudes, your beliefs. Can you believe that this can happen? As you know, people out. Some people are afraid to pick up the phone and call. They're afraid to get a no. They're afraid to have high ticket conversations because their mind gets in the way. And it's not their fault. You know, we come into business with a lot of preconceived beliefs from either how we were raised or, you know, how we engaged in business in the past. So we address those and make sure that we level the playing field so that the business professionals, they can think it's business, not personal. We want to create good relationships, but we want to find prospects that are qualified and we have a solution for it. And then obviously the techniques. The third is, what are, how do you take control? How do you ask those good questions? Rich, it's 2020. No one wants to be sold. Mm-hmm. I'm a huge advocate of the phrase, if you can be replaced by a computer, you should. Mm-hmm. So that sales professional who's like, the product or service sells itself. Well, then it should. You know, why are you getting the commission for doing something that you don't need to? There's so many relationship sales out there, though, where we're providing a customized solution. We're really trying to interpret what the prospect needs. And that will never be replaced by a computer. So that's creating those uh, questions so that you have better communication and you don't come off like an aggressive salesperson. You come off as someone who's a valued consultant, but not giving up free consulting. And there's a big blend between the two. So. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I kind of see those three things kind of like as rungs on, on a chair, so to speak, or a table, maybe even, um, and making sure that you have all those things so in place so that you're able to kind of build that success. But as you said, kind of like the consistency, but, you know, being aware, I think so many times we ignore, um, some of the, the mindset pieces and not aware that maybe uh, when we were five, we had some uh, thing that happened with money. So now we are afraid to ask for that big ticket purchase largely because of that. And I think the first step towards getting past a lot of that stuff is being aware of those things. So I love that you guys uh, help out with that. My father said two things that stick with me as a business professional. Don't talk to strangers. Mm-hmm. It's our job to go and find new people. And, talk to <laughs> right. don't and we don't talk about money. I didn't have any idea about my father's financial um, earnings until I was 17 filling out my college application and needed for him. And he was like, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm going to see it. <laughs> rude to talk about money as opposed to let's be open and transparent about it. It's okay if the budget isn't there, but let's talk about it now versus down the road where you now identify that we don't have a solution for you. So having open conversations is very important in a professional way. So those yeah. two off tracks in my head always early in my career professionally hurt me because, mm-hmm. but you should be going out there. If you believe that you have a solution to help others, well, then you should be talking to every stranger that you can talk to, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So there's these little talk tracks that we get when we're growing up and early in life or just an experience that sets us the wrong way and it's overcoming those. And it takes time, trust yeah. me. Not something you just read a book or you read a, you hear the quote or you listen to this podcast, you hear it and you're like, oh, I'm now going to be different forever. It's, it takes time and reinforcement. 
Yeah, absolutely. And just like we were talking about with business and also with, you know, kind of getting through these blocks that we might have, it's not an overnight thing. There's no such thing as the kind of like overnight success. The secret to the overnight success is it takes like 10 years. So we have to understand it's a process in order for us to get there. So um, I wanted to ask you now for what I call your secret sauce. And this could be for you or your business or a combination of both. But what do you feel kind of sets you apart and makes you unique? So what, what do I do or what do we do? It could be what you do personally or what you do as a business or a combination of both. But what do you feel kind of sets you apart? Well, first and foremost, me is I journal every day. Journaling every day is pivotal for a CEO. Just to be present, focus on the tasks at hand. I do what's called bagels, morning bagels. Mm -hmm. I write down my behaviors in the morning, everything I have to do. So this call would have been on my, is on my journal for the day. You know, my prospecting activities, my sales activities, so my behaviors, my affirmations, my attitude, reminding myself how great I am and the impact that I'm doing, my goals for the day. So if I do everything I need to do, hopefully what will I achieve? Evaluate yesterday. How did yesterday go? Well, and then that turns into my lesson, L for lesson, after I evaluated, what did I learn from yesterday? And then finish with a success. Always find the silver lining in everything. So I start every morning with a quick bagels and you know, that's what sets me as an entrepreneur in the right spot. As far as what we do is the reinforcement. So we meet once a week. It's not a one and done boot camp. It's not just come get motivated and feel great. It's address it each and every week. So obviously since March, end of March, we've been hundred percent virtual, which we used to pride ourselves in being in person. But good facilitation is good facilitation. And using Zoom rooms and, and being able to break, the, break people out so that they can do the role-playing problem solving, just think about it. How many business professionals do you know practice in the sales call? That's the first time they're going through the pitch. That's the first time they're going through the sales call. That's the first time they're trying to overcome a stall or objection. That's game time. That's not when we're practicing. We, don't, we shouldn't be shooting from the hip then. We should be going in a well-oiled machine, and that's what we do over time. We do situational learning, problem solving, through a strategic system to put the entrepreneur in control. So um, I wanted to switch gears a little bit, and I want to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. You might have already mentioned this, but this could be an app, a book, or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? Uh, habit or, again, it goes down to my behaviors. Mm -hmm. So just a branch from that journaling is I have behaviors I track every single day. So it's how many calls am I going to make, warm or cold, emails, you know, network. Everything that I do as a business professional, I track every day. It takes me 30 seconds and I track daily. I reflect weekly and I analyze monthly. So I don't get too bogged down in it every day. You know, some days I might have more meetings than, so I, don't, I can't do all the behaviors. So that's why I don't want to analyze every single day. You go crazy. So just quickly track. I have an Excel sheet. Pump them in. Analyze at the end of the Reflect at the end of the week. Did I do what I needed to do to fill my pipeline? Move people down and out. And then once a month, I take a look at what's working. And obviously, over the last couple of months, as we pivot virtually, are my behaviors still current? And am I getting in front of the right decision makers and having the right conversations? Um, or do I need to pivot a little bit and shift. You do that yeah. after you all over the place and make it aiming for this goal and you end up in one. Yeah. Damn it. 
That makes so much sense. And I think so many times when you are able to kind of track those numbers, you're able to kind of see that story and then make decisions based off of that. So I love uh, that hack. And what about a CEO nugget? And that could be like a word of wisdom or a piece of advice. It might be something you would tell a client or if you hopped into a time machine, you might tell your younger business self. Word of advice is learn through every failure. There is no failure. There's just failure. That's the hardest thing to do because those who are emotional, we all have different communication styles. And some of us who are a little bit more attuned to emotion, some of us are less. But just look at what the silver lining is. If you're always learning, that first year of business for me, I learned exponentially. And I'm a lifetime learner. You know, I'm all about going back and getting new ideas and have a couple different masters. And, you know, we can argue about the pros and cons of that. But I'm always learning. I'm always. That year, I've learned more than any other year in my life because I was constantly doing new things. So you can call that as constantly failing, but I'm constantly stepping outside my comfort zone to do something new and then just get beat down and go and pout about it, but learn about it. How can I do it differently? How can I do it better? And just keep learning and growing. So that's any entrepreneur, any CEO, I think can agree that you learn through every action and then also learn through your positive. So if you get, when you get those deals, when you, what did you do to find that person? Reflect on the process. Did, what could you have done better? Did you have some missed opportunities on the table? Don't just go to the, the bank and celebrate. Reflect on both your successes and your challenges. So that would be my absolute to any entrepreneur out there. Nice. No, I definitely appreciate that. And so many times, again, if we don't track those things, as you mentioned in your hack, then it starts to become harder to understand why you did what you did and how you got that success or how that quote unquote failure came. But I think a lot of times if we look at it in a different way, rather than a failure, but as a learning process, learning a part of the process and learning tool that allows us to kind of be, I think, sometimes more excited about getting and trying different things, getting outside of our comfort zone so we can get that feedback and be better. Yeah, there's no luck in business. You know, there's, there's strategy, there's hard work, there's putting yourself in the right situation to have that conversation. There's no luck. So anyone, oh, I just got lucky. I just, no, you put yourself in that position mm -hmm. for a reason. So keep, keep planning, keep strategizing, and keep prospecting. Don't ever stop. Yeah, absolutely. You can have 99% of your business coming through word of mouth and referrals. Keep trying stuff new because you never know when the next crisis is coming, whether it's a financial, whether it's a pandemic, or just keep thinking outside the box. You never know what tomorrow brings. Yeah, absolutely. And having that mentality definitely helps increase your likelihood of success. And so now I wanted to ask you my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on this show. So Mike, what does being a CEO mean to you? For me, it's all about leadership and really being able to guide others that to me what impact and power others. And for me, that's what a CEO is. It's those who are not only in my business, but in you know, my clients, putting them in the position to succeed. Yeah, absolutely. You get the, the right people and the right but get the right butts in the right seats in order for them to be successful. And that's truly, you know, about leadership and being able to see the the the, the forest for the tree, so to speak, and be able to kind of make those decisions in order to to make that happen. So Mike, truly appreciate that definition. I appreciate your time even more. What I wanted to do is pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best they can get a hold of you and find out about all the awesome things you're working on. Yeah, absolutely. Again. 
anyone who's interested in learning more in this virtual world, anyone can crash a class for free. So if there's a topic or idea that we talked about today that you're like, ooh, I'd like to see that in action, shoot me an email at michael.pistaglione at sandler.com and you're more than welcome to come and attend any class and then see how we might be able to help and work together. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Thank you so much again, Mike. We will have the links and information in the show notes so that everybody can follow up with you as well. But I appreciate you and I hope you have a great rest of the day. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Be sure to follow us on social media and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and everywhere you listen to podcasts. Subscribe and leave us a five-star rating. Grab CEO Gear at www.ceogear.co. This has been the I Am CEO podcast with Gresham Harkless. Thank you for listening.